there is one thing you can do selling hair extensions that can definitely get you locked up. That is not paying your taxes. Today we're talking about making sure the man gets his cut so that you can continue living freely and enjoying the dream life that you are building. Let's get into it. Give it up for the one and only Charlotte Sticky Icky Green. Here for you, whatever you need, we literally got it. So we've talked about registering your business. We've talked about protecting your business. We are laying the groundwork for your brand. But all of that can come crashing down in a fiery end if you do not make sure the tax man is paid. That is the one thing you cannot mess up. Don't do it. So what are the things that you need to keep in mind? Like I said, not really into giving you guys advice on these really, really important matters that I haven't mastered myself. So I call in the experts that have all that, that have been working and doing this sort of thing every single day. So we are going to have our tax expert chime in in just a second. But before we do that, I want to remind you the big thing every single person selling hair extensions online and not just selling hair extensions, every single online retailer needs to understand is that we are in a whole new tax era. Now, because the fact that Amazon is growing so rapidly and it's so hard to compete when this company doesn't have to charge this extra five to 10% in taxes, all of these different states lobbied and all of them now have these different tax laws for online businesses. These laws used to state that you needed to make maybe a um, quarter million dollars in a year in order for you to be taxed by them without having a physical presence in that state. These new laws are totally different and they vary state by state as far as the threshold for sales in a state that are that need to be taxed after you hit this this breaking point if that makes sense to you guys once you make this number of sales everything else beyond there needs to be taxed so with that in effect um or with the new laws in effect there are places that have limits as low as six hundred dollars there are places i think that have limits as low as fifty dollars there are places that have thousands of dollars as the threshold you as a small business owner that is working to get these these packs out i doubt you have the time to monitor every single where every single dollar is going um whether or not you are hitting the threshold that may or may not have changed since the last time you looked at it the attorney that we spoke with um she actually suggested a tax calculating app thing that you can install on your website and so that's something that we've been utilizing um that's called aloe vera tax and so that thing's job is basically to monitor every single change in tax laws to see where every single order is coming from and then to apply the appropriate taxes for you and then to report that to whoever it is that you are using to collect all of your records and pay your taxes that's a lot of work to do if you're selling online and you have no idea that there are resources to monitor it but what would be even worse is if you 
make a hundred thousand dollars in sales this year and you think that you're walking away with your fifty thousand dollars or sixty thousand dollars in profit but then you get a bill from every single state that you've earned money from demanding the five to 10% in sales tax that you should have been taxing or charging your customers. I know that most people have not implemented or taken note of these new tax laws. Here is the expert on when exactly you need to be worrying about all of this stuff. In summations, she says you need to start worrying about it like, like now. I told you guys at the start of the week, as the owner of the business, your job is to run the business, but your job is to also do all of this stuff that no one else ever sees. That includes you constantly filling out really boring paperwork. You going to government websites and making sure that they understand what it is that you're doing and what you're building and that they know that they're getting their, like, this is another one of those things that you just have to do and it takes time and it takes energy, but you have to make sure the tax man is paid. So for more on that, here's our expert. What are mistakes that small business owners make, especially in the beauty space, that might lead to trouble? Let's start there. There is an internal just red flag against um, cash intensive businesses, right? So just, you, you could think of, and, and, and that's all just their perspective, right? Most um, establishments in the beauty and wellness industry, just, they're going to just think cash, cash intensive. And when you have so much cash flowing around, you um, it's really easy not to track it all, right? So if it doesn't hit uh, like a bank or something like that, there, there's no way to track it. So then the IRS has to, you know, do a lot more work on their end to try to figure out what um, income was actually made versus what was reported. It can happen maliciously, right? It could be the intent of the business owner to say, okay, I'm not reporting this money that I just got in cash, or it could just be an inadvertent. They didn't need to do that, or maybe they just don't have certain accounting controls in place to track every single penny like the IRS would expect them to. So the first mistake I see small business owners make is just their record keeping, their accounting system, the tracking of all the income and expenses for their business. So when it comes to you just getting started out, what are the types of things that you need to track and hold on to? So I would say, and I know this is going to be not what you guys want to hear, but every, <laughs> everything when it comes to accounting and tax, there is a uh, presumption that you will be tracking everything. Now, we, we get it, you know, things happen and things get lost. And so <clears throat> while in general there's a rule that everything needs to be contemporaneously kept, so let's say you go and you buy inventory for you to uh, keep that invoice, um, it would be nice if you made a note on the invoice or maybe created an internal memo as to what it was for, who the vendor was, um, and all of that, and how it relates to your business. <clears throat> and, you know, electronically keep that. I would never advise to, to keep paper at all. It just doesn't, it's just not feasible in today's world. And it's just too much paper to keep track in the business anyway. So snap a picture of it. But I would say track everything. And there are lots of apps for you to keep track of that stuff now. So I'm just going to assume that we're all are very tech savvy. You're buying stuff and you're using your credit card or a debit card or whatever online. 
and they're emailing you back invoices, go ahead and move that email with that invoice right over to that receipts folder um, to keep track of that. Or if you're, you know, you're out and about on the town and you're buying supplies and stuff, you know, there are apps like QuickBooks has an app, and I know there's Zero and Sage. Those are accounting, really, really low-cost accounting systems where you can just take out your phone, snap a picture of that invoice, make a note of what it was for, and it's done. I think something I like to make sure I do when I'm putting out content is give the people that are watching a really contextual view of the topic. So can we understand like worst case scenario, my understanding is you get audited, they find something that doesn't work and you end up going to prison like DMX. Like that's worst case, like am, am I on the right? Like prison is what you end up with worst case scenario if you are not doing what you need to do with tracking and paying your taxes. I would say, <laughs> I would say for an IRS audit, it's really built on intent, right? So let's just remember, like, an IRS audit is conducted by, like, a, a person, a real human that understands that it can be tough tracking, like, every single penny. Like, we get that. And then sometimes maybe you kept track of it, but it wasn't done contemporaneous. I've seen situations where I've started an audit. They didn't have, you know, support for something. So they had two options. Number one... They can go and they can estimate, you know, guesstimate, you know, based on really, really good, like, information of, you know, what they're doing now. We've always done the same thing, so I'm sure I can estimate how I did this, you know, from a year or two ago. It's called the Cohen Rule, and you can't, you can't guesstimate. I say guesstimate because, I mean, obviously it's not going to be, you know, very specific and true to fact because you're doing it after the fact. But yes, you can't guesstimate um, based on today's knowledge what you would have done a year or two ago when it actually happened. People that go to jail um, are people that, like, it was their malicious intent to hide money or file false tax returns from the government, right? They intended to evade taxes. You don't go to jail for um, being, being sloppy with your business. Right, or okay. just not knowing accounting. You may have to pay, obviously you're gonna pay back the money you owe them, you're gonna pay back interest, but you can even explain your way out of a penalty. And that conversation was so freaking juicy. If you are left wanting more, then go ahead and click the link. We go super in depth and we have her contact information. Um, I just think she's super, super dope. So your homework for today's Masterclass is I'd like you to get in the comments section and like our expert said you need to make sure that you are keeping your receipts if they're digital then you need to make sure you have a di digital copy if they're physical receipts you need to make sure that you have a copy of those receipts what are you going to be doing to keep track of your expenses how are you planning on holding on to these receipts? Do you, for us, we try and keep everything, we try and make sure everything is siphoned through the same exact 
channels. We have our PayPal, we have our Stripe, and we have our bank account. There is no cash purchase happening. Every single dollar in, every single dollar out is found in one of those platforms. She says that is perfectly fine. That's more than enough for them to be able to look into and track all of the expenses that we're making and that we're claiming. So that being said, what are you going to use to keep track of your expenses so you don't end up in tax jail? (laughs) Don't want to go there. (laughs) Don't want to do that. So let me know. All of you have an incredible weekend. But hold on, hold on. But Chrissy Mack and Janelle Payne, you two are winners of our 13 texture sample pack giveaways. You got to actually see me saying this here. Go ahead and email me, charlotte at whitelabelextensions.com to claim your prize. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, taking note and taking action. It is clear that you guys take your future seriously. You take this opportunity to rebuild your life into what it should have been in the first place seriously. And I appreciate that. So I'd like to reward you by giving you a little sun sun. Looking forward to seeing you in my inbox. Everyone else, have a wonderful weekend.